Say yes every day to the world and to your heart. Open up your eyes and let your spirit start. Say yes to the dreams you hold inside. Let your soul be your guide and say yes every day. Welcome to Wednesday Wisdom. Today, I want to delve into the profound concept of the stories that we tell ourselves. As human beings, we are not just creatures of logic and reason. We are storytellers by nature. From the earliest civilizations to the present day, stories have been the cornerstone of our existence. They shape our beliefs, they define our identities, and they influence the course of our lives. The stories we tell ourselves are not merely entertainment or idle musing. They possess the power to shape our reality and determine our actions. These narratives act as the lens through which we perceive the world, coloring our experiences and guiding our choices, whether they stem from our upbringing, our culture, or our personal experiences, these stories can become the invisible architects of our lives. Let me take you back. I was a very young mom. My husband and I were high school sweethearts, and I got pregnant at 19. And because I was a very young mom, and every time I would be out at the store, you know, with my son at that time or at the playground, or even if I went to like some like mommy and me type class, in my head, I was embarrassed by how young I was. I kept telling myself, you're a teenage mother, even though I was married to my high school sweetheart, even though we were a very happy family and supported by all the other grandparents, you know, on my husband's side and on my side, it didn't matter. In my mind, I was ashamed to the point that when I started working in the evenings because I would be at home with my son during the day while my husband worked and then I would kind of hand off the baby and I would go work in the evening to the point that I lied about how old I was. I remember celebrating my 30th birthday when I was 24 years old. Think about that, right? Now, all these years later, I think to myself, why did I want to rush to get older? If anything, now that I'm on the other end of this, I wish I could go back to those days, meaning having that youth again. So, my mind, the story I was telling myself is that if people knew that I was 22 or 23 or 24, or whatever it was, that they would think less of me, that as a leader, it was embarrassing to me to be 22 and running a telemarketing operation and having a child at home. Now, again, looking back at this now, so many years later, I'm like, wow. How impressive that was, that I was a young mom, that I was leading an organization in the evening, and I was becoming bigger and bigger going up in my career at a very, very young age. But yet I was ashamed. 
And yet I felt completely embarrassed to the point that I lied. And like I said, I had a 30th birthday party at work when I was 24. Interesting, right? So what stories have you told yourself? Have you told yourself, I'll never be successful? Have you told yourself, I'll never be wealthy? Have you told yourself, well, people in my culture or being a woman, you know, I can only go so far. What stories are in your head from either something that you were brought up in or something that you've carried around in some type of trauma? Maybe it's, well, because I didn't finish college, I can't do this. Well, you know what? There's nothing wrong with finishing college right now. And there also isn't anything wrong with taking whatever experience that you have, using it to your maximum, because maybe you don't need to finish college, depending on what you're looking to do in your career. Those stories can hold us back. But I also want you to look at the other side, because I used examples of being embarrassed or being held back. Think of the stories you can tell yourself when you give yourself that pep talk, where you say, you know what? I am really good at this. I am the best person for this job. I am the one that are going to change things. Now, it's interesting. You know, I have a 10-month-old granddaughter. And just the other day, I was visiting her. And we were speaking with her, my son and my daughter-in-law that it's been 175 years since the very first women's convention in Seneca Falls. And when you think about all those years ago, for, for women to have the guts, and it really was guts, because back then, someone could beat you, especially your husband could beat you, and you wouldn't even go to jail, or you wouldn't even get in trouble because a woman was considered practically property at that time. And so for them to take that risk and to tell themselves the story that they deserve better and that they were going to do it for future generations. So as I sat there and I watched my 10-month-old granddaughter and I thought to myself, what amazing things will that generation do? What will the world look like by the actions that they will take? And I promise you, that she will know there are never going to be any limits, regardless of what she ever wants to do. Because I was fortunate enough to grow up in a family that didn't put limits on me. No matter who we are, we have to determine what those stories are that we replay over and over again. And we have the ability to turn any negative situation into a positive situation. Now, consider the tales of triumph, the tales of resilience, where ordinary individuals overcome seemingly insurmountable odds to achieve greatness. These stories inspire us to persevere in the face of adversity, to summon strength from within, and to believe in our own unlimited potential. When we embrace these narratives, we create a self-fulfilling prophecy that propels us towards whatever our dreams are. 
But on the other hand, stories of failure and inadequacy can also take root in our minds, crippling our aspirations and our self-confidence. The constant inner dialogue of doubt and self-criticism can hold us back from seizing those opportunities and the change in this world that you are supposed to make. We must be vigilant in recognizing these self-limiting narratives and strive to rewrite them with empowering ones. Let us not forget that the stories we tell ourselves do not exist in isolation. They influence our interactions with others, shaping our relationships, our communities, our societies. Narratives of division and fear and prejudice can drive wedges between us, fueling conflict and animosity. But narratives of compassion, love, understanding, and unity can bridge those gaps, fostering empathy and collaboration. It is crucial to be mindful of the stories we tell ourselves and the stories we observe from outside sources. In an era of information overload, we must cultivate a discerning mind, questioning the accuracy and intent behind the narratives that we encounter. This is not to say that we should reject all stories that challenge our views, but to embrace critical thinking and empathy as tools for understanding all perspectives. In this digital age, we're constantly bombarded with stories from all corners of the world. Choose them wisely, filter them, and add them to our own stories. And with that, I actually want to share a little bit of a story that I heard just today. So we all know that when we surround ourselves around negative, we certainly start to absorb it. And vice versa, when we surround ourselves around positive, we also feel uplifted. So I heard of a story of a man in Japan that created a cookie, and they call them biscuits. And they created this cookie that is all about being infused in gratitude and love. And what he does is in his factory, as the cookies are being made, there's music and words being played in the factory, speaking about how grateful and thankful and joyous they are for these cookies. And these cookies on the wrapper says that they are filled with over a million affirmations of love and gratitude. People buy them because as they ingest it, they feel that they're getting a piece of gratitude and love. And today, I share that with you because I want you to be filled with gratitude and love and joy and positivity. Take it and tell yourself the story that you are here at this moment in time for greatness to make the world a better place. Wishing you all a wonderful Wednesday, and we'll see you next week.